In the aftermath of the earthquake in Haiti on January 12, 2010, access to clean water for thousands was just a dream. That is, until a New Jersey mayor seized an opportunity to use his influence to carry out a sophisticated act of generosity. Along the way, he brokered a partnership between public and private sectors that came together rapidly to meet a world-class water emergency. James Luce reports from Rahway, New Jersey. It's a very significant matter that is a specter that should be haunting us. Our system is for the whole purpose of supplying water for irrigation or for purifying this water for drinking. Meet Quentin Kelly. In Quentin Kelly's world, when it comes to water in the year 2012, we're all in the ghetto. Kelly is the chairman and CEO of World Water and Solar Technologies near Princeton University. He's got water on his mind, or perhaps the scarcity of the resource of water here on the planet. He's one person that's been around the world to see conditions on the front lines of the world's disasters, and he's seen the need for clean water with his own eyes. A portable machine manufactured by World Water and Solar, about the size of two desks, uses sunshine to convert 30,000 gallons of biologically polluted water into clean water each day. And it also creates a 3.3 kilowatt array to generate electricity where there is no grid. This was a big deal after the Haitian earthquake of January 12, 2010. Here in Port-au-Prince, hunger has already led to the looting of scarce supplies on the streets of Port-au-Prince. Not just crates and barrels, but bodies. On the day of the earthquake, I was able to reach my mother and spoke to her within five hours of the earthquake. While others were trying to figure out how to get bottled water to Haiti, Nadine Leslie from United Water was thinking about something else. There is no recycling facilities really in Haiti. We had to identify a solution. Thanks to a call from Jim Kennedy, mayor of Rahway, New Jersey, Nadine found her answer. The Mobile Max Pure, which is the system that has been in use down in Haiti, was of such emergency use that 15 Red Cross services from around the world were backing their water tanker trucks up to our machine to take water immediately following the earthquake. We were the only supply of clean water. Ten months after the earthquake in Haiti, for the first time ever, there was a devastating epidemic of cholera, a waterborne disease. Quentin Kelly. Cholera is a constant threat. Clean water is what you need to prevent it and, frankly, to cure it. Takes a little longer if you don't have the antibiotics and whatever, but it'll stop it. The water that was carrying the necessary cholera pathogens there would have been cleaned by us within two minutes if it had gone through our machine. That whole cholera epidemic that is plaguing Haiti could have been stopped, just as we did in Darfur. Over the following 16 months, 7,050 people died and 531,000 people fell ill, 5% of the entire population of Haiti. According to a spokesman from the United Nations, this was the worst disaster they ever encountered. Quentin Kelly. Only 3% of the water in the world is not saline. 3% of the water only is fresh. But of that, one-half, approximately one-and-a-half percent, is glacial and therefore unusable. Of the remaining one-and-a-half percent, nearly three-quarters is contaminated. So now you're down to three-quarters of a percent. When Katrina struck the American South, the governor of Mississippi's, his office, called the governor's office in New Jersey and asked if they could find engineers who would come down to Mississippi to help. It was a terrible situation. 
their water pipes were all busted and the water will quickly become contaminated when the power goes off. We were called and asked and we said, of course. I said, yes, indeed, we have uh, water engineers who will be very happy to go down. And we made these arrangements. As they were preparing to go to Mississippi, Quentin Kelly was in for a surprise. One of his employees took him aside. He said, look what I've been working on. Well, we took this prototype, put it on a trailer, trucked it down to Mississippi, and we were the only clean water source for the town of Waveland, Mississippi. For seven months, we supplied water off the back of our truck. We could do 15,000 gallons of purified water. People were pulling off of Interstate 10. They were coming from all over to get the clean water from our truck because we were it. We were supplying the water for uh, some 100 trailers. For a school, they asked us, can we use the water? 102 children. That was the genesis of this. The trip to Africa changed everything. I was in the Sudan back in 1984. I saw Ethiopians who had uh, come across the desert standing outside of Khartoum. They were dying from uh, lack of water, lack of food. I was with the National Water Resources Director of Sudan, and I said, isn't there anything to be done? He said, what? We have no electricity for the grid here. There is no grid. We have no diesel. We have nothing. I came back to the United States. I went to uh, Princeton University. I said, who are the smartest guys you have who want to work with me on developing something that will pump water from sunshine? Five of the same individuals who had worked on the NASA space shuttle research and development program, and they had helped implement this, volunteered and came to work with me in my barn. We spent Friday nights, Sunday nights, whenever anybody was free, one guy, two guys, five guys occasionally. It took a long, long time. Ultimately, we came up with a system that was really quite different. 25 years after those moonlighting sessions, Quentin Kelly connected with Broadway, New Jersey Mayor James Kennedy. Kennedy was not thinking about water, but he soon would be. The opportunity came up for me through United Water and Suez Environment to attend the World Water Forum in Mexico City. It was a one-minute speech called The Right to Water. And I was intrigued by the mission statement to provide water for 50% of the world's population that didn't have clean water. It seemed monumental to me on one hand, and on the other hand, I had no real understanding of what that even meant. That is how I got originally involved with the water issue. And that became an interest to me, which was ultimately exposed on a greater level the evening of the earthquake in Haiti. Everybody was moving into Port-au-Prince. It's an overloaded city, so they need to keep people in the rural areas. It's not practical to build the large facilities for the rural areas so that people stay there. The machine is ideal for keeping people in other parts of the country so that the country can sustain its overbearing taxing of millions of people showing up into one area and taxing all the resources. James Kennedy called Nadine Leslie at United Water and found her willing and ready to get involved. Now that we had identified a solution, how do we find the funds and how do we get this to Haiti? United Water mentioned to Mayor Jim Kennedy that we will definitely be part of this journey with him. We will contribute to the purchase. And uh, so that was uh, a journey that we started together. The statistics are that some 40% 
of the world population will not have any clean water to drink at all, and perhaps no water at all, in the year 2025. Now, that's only 12 and a half years away. Dr. Devinder Sethi, Chief Operating Officer of World Water and Solar Technologies. The problem is much, much bigger. We go to these villages which have no legacy solutions, which will never have legacy solutions. They can wait for the electric grid to arrive, and it won't in their lifetimes. We're talking some major uprootings here. People are going to follow water. And that's exactly what James Kennedy, Quentin Kelly, Nadine Leslie, Devinder Sethi, United Water, and the city of Rahway, New Jersey did. In the aftermath of the earthquake in Haiti, they all came together to pull off a miracle and set an example to the rest of the world of the power a little seven-foot square size machine could make in saving lives and transforming communities in need. If Quentin Kelly has his way, this machine will be everywhere. But for now, he'll just have to settle for many of the world's hotspots. In Japan, we sent two units over. We discovered that the salt molecules were larger than the radionuclides of the radiation inhabiting the water that people were now drinking. We could clean that water. A hospital in Angola. For America Abroad, this is James Luce in Rahway, New Jersey.